Hey TechLate here, welcome back. Now, a few weeks ago, I did a video on the top keyboard for programmers. And so what we're doing today is a follow-up on the top mouse for programmers, or at least our search for one. And you know, for programmers, our tools are vital to our craft. It is how our fortunes are made. And so what I've done is I have taken the liberty of acquiring $700 worth of mice because I'm a millionaire. And our goal today is to figure out which of these mice are going to be the best for software engineers. So without further ado, let me introduce to you these mice and I'll let you know what I like and dislike about each one of these. And by no means is this meant to be totally comprehensive, but I tried to get a wide selection of top tier flagship mice from a number of companies in order for us to better understand what sort of technologies and features are going to be useful for programmers. And by the way, this video is not sponsored. I spent my own millions of dollars on these mice for you, so give it a like to support content like this. So first up here, we have the Logitech MX Master 3, well known as a productivity mouse. We've got the SteelSeries Rival 600, which was IGN's gaming mouse pick of 2019. The glorious Model O mouse, one of the most well-acclaimed mouse among the gaming community. We have a mouse from Corsair known as the Dark Core Pro, a front-runner wireless high-performance mouse. The Razer Viper Ultimate, which is one of Razer's flagship mice coming in at $150, a very interesting mouse. And then to match that, Logitech's flagship high-performance mouse, the G502 Lightspeed, also coming in at 150 bucks. So that's our lineup today. Now, to the untrained eye, I know some people may be thinking, well, a mouse is just a mouse. Why do you need to care about all these details? But you see, I use my mouse eight hours a day, 365 days a week. And whereas the keyboard is the tool that programmers use to create code, the mouse is the tool we use to learn code as we scroll through thousands of lines of code, reading documentation, APIs, websites, reviewing code, and approving code. And in fact, while good engineers will write code, great engineers will use a mouse to carefully select and extract lines of code and cut them out like a precision scalpel in order to delete code. And so that's why the tool of choice for the senior software engineers will not be the keyboard, it will be the mouse. So let me walk you through some of these. First up, we have the MX Master, and this has been my daily driver. And even though this mouse is well regarded, I'm not sure I truly ever understood why. At first glance, it appears to be quite heavy, quite large at 140 grams. In daily use, its weight and size made it feel a little sluggish in movement. So I wondered, could there be anything better? And so if we take a look at this mouse, the SteelSeries Rival 600, it comes in at just 96 grams, about 30% lighter than the MX Master. Not to mention, in terms of sensor, these mice are much higher performance. This is 12,000 DPI. The MX Master is just about 4,000 DPI. In fact, the Rival 600 claims to be one of the first mice with a one-to-one eSport -one e sensor, and it even includes a second depth sensor to figure out if you've lifted the mouse off of the table. You can take these side pieces off and add additional weights if you like to. And I do think the RGB is kind of cool. You can tap on these, it will cause the mice to glow. So that's kind of a nice stylistic thing. So what don't I like about this mouse? Well, the first thing I realized was that the scroll wheel is very important because programmers tend to scroll through many lines of code. And this scroll wheel, it doesn't have much travel to it. Like you can't really flick it. You just scroll and it just moves that much and stops immediately. There's a lot of inertia to that. And when you compare that to say the Logitech MX Master 3, this mouse, this is when you start to really appreciate this scroll wheel. Like you can just flick it and it will just keep scrolling on. Not to mention there's something known as hyperspeed on this mouse where you can just unlock the scroll wheel and you can just start scrolling very fast if you need to get to the top or bottom of a page or if you want to see how long a document may be. Now, I also found this mouse to be a little bit loud when it comes to clicking. Whereas the MX Master is a lighter feel. 
So the buttons just feel a little bit heavier, not to mention the Rival 600, it is also wired and the wire that they give you was nothing special, just a standard rubber cable. So moving on, let's take a look at another mouse here, which is the Glorious Model O. So this mouse comes in at just 50 bucks, which is it's a really nice price. And you can see that stylistically, it's a very nice looking mouse. It's well known among the gaming community for being one of the lightest mice out there. It's only about 70 grams. And Functionally, I think that this mouse is very nice. Like anything that it's trying to do, it does very well. And on the back, it's using something known as PTFE for the plastic feet, which makes it glide across mouse surfaces much faster. When you combine that with this lightweight, it makes it very easy, especially for the frail arms of programmers to move around. The other thing I really appreciate is that the cable that they do use is known as the Ascended Cable. It's a special braid which makes it very lightweight on your desk and doesn't get in your way, doesn't get tangled up. And the buttons are also very lightweight and quiet. But again, my complaint with these scroll wheels is that there's no travel to it, like you can't flick it. It just moves a little bit every time you scroll it. And so sometimes I'll find if I'm at the bottom of a page, I need to keep scrolling like four to five times just to get to the top. And then my other minor complaint is there's only two additional custom buttons here on the side. And personally, I might prefer four customizable buttons. All right, so we're starting to learn some good information here about what we're looking for in the mouse. Now this is wired. And so the next mouse that we can take a look at here is the Corsair Dark Core Pro. So this mouse is actually wireless while being high performance going up to 18,000 DPI. And what's unique is you can even take out this piece on the side and attach a pinky rest. So now you have a place to rest your pinky as you're using the mouse. And it comes in pretty heavy at about 140 grams, which is almost the same as the MX Master. There's a number of lights here on the side in which you can switch the DPI. And then you have four customizable buttons here. But at least for me, I found that the shape of the mouse with a little curve on the side for the thumb, it just seemed to angle up a little bit too much. It wasn't that comfortable for me, but more so than that, it always just seems to come down to the scroll wheel. It's such an important feature of the mouse and something that a lot of people seem to ignore in favor of focusing on the sensor. But for this mouse, I found the scrolling behavior to just not really be responsive. And I'm not sure if it's because I'm on the Mac, but half the time, if I'm scrolling really fast, it just doesn't seem all that responsive. So I don't think this is a great productivity mouse, although it may be fine for gaming. Now moving on to our next mouse here, we have the Razer Viper Ultimate. So this mouse is quite unique. It's quite interesting because it actually comes with a charging dock. And so the thing about these high performance mice with their sensors, like this is 20,000 DPI and their RGB colors is that their battery life tends to suffer a little bit more. Like this is about 70 hours of battery life compared to say the MX Master 3 is a productivity mouse. This will last 70 days in comparison. That's over 20 times longer. And so what Razer has done is they came up with a charging dock. It's a nice solution. Actually, I quite like it. You just dock the mouse there and it starts charging. And even if you forget a few days here and there, it'll still be okay. It's got 70 hours of battery life. Beyond that, the Razer Viper comes in at just 74 grams, which is really light. And it features an ambidextrous design. So it's actually got two buttons on the left, two buttons on the right, which is quite nice. It's using the higher quality PTFE feet on the back similar to the Model O and so these two mice they feel quite similar and these buttons have to be some of my favorite because when I click on them it's a very subdued almost muted sound. So it's a nice mouse overall but there's one potentially huge flaw with this in that 
the software does not support Mac, which means that these customizable buttons on the side may not really be usable for you. And when you're paying 150 bucks for this, you kind of expect some sort of software support on this. And then the other thing is the scroll wheel. Like many of the other mice we saw, there's just no flickability to it. You just scroll a little bit, there's a very high amount of friction to it. And that's not really great if you're into browsing through web pages very quickly. Okay, so maybe we should actually stop for a moment and take a look at this MX Master 3, which I've been talking about and understand what are the actual features about this. Well, number one, we do know that it has a really nice scroll wheel that provides for travel. So you can quickly scroll through multiple lines of code or a web page. And if you need to get to the top or bottom, you can actually unlock this wheel. In addition, it's wireless with a 70 day battery life. This also uses a sensor known as the dark field sensor, which means that you can use it on glass. Whereas a lot of these other high performance gaming mice, they're using these 12,000, 16,000, 20,000 sensors. They don't really work on glass. So I've used this mouse at hotels quite often. Maybe you're using a glass table in all sorts of various settings. Maybe I'm using this on the magazine. And then the port this takes is a standard USB-C port most of these other mice, they're using micro USB. Now, in addition, this mouse features two customizable buttons. It features a horizontal scroll wheel, which seems quite unique. It may be useful if you're doing like video editing on the horizontal timeline. And plus, there's also another unique button here known as the gesture button, which you can press down with your thumb and pan left, right, up or down and cause various actions to occur. And overall, it's also a quiet mouse where the clicks aren't too heavy. And then the scroll wheel is using some electromagnetic mechanism, which makes it not make a ratcheting sound as you're going through it. So let's move on to another mouse here. Now that we know that, well, we do like this type of scrolling mechanism. I took a look at some of Logitech's other mice in which they implemented this hyper scroll. And so what we have here are the G502 series. One of them is wired and one is the wireless version. So why don't we take a look at this? Both of these do feature the infinite scroll. So you can unlock the scrolling wheel here and you can get it to just scroll, which is a feature that is quite useful as you're scrolling through web pages. And even if you were to have this locked, if you were to scroll this, there's a little bit of travel. So you could just flick the scroll wheel to quickly get to the top or bottom of a page or to quickly pan through multiple lines of code. And then in addition, we have two customizable buttons on the side, two more customizable buttons on the top of the mouse, another customizable button on the center, the scroll wheel tilts left and right, and then you even have something known as the aim button. And so what the aim button does is, if you're unfamiliar, it lowers your DPI, slows down your mouse movement when you have it pressed. And so gamers will use this when they're zoomed in on a sniper scope and they need to make those headshots. Well, programmers can use this too. Quite often I would be working on a high priority production bug, millions of dollars at stake, and I'm very nervous frantically moving my mouse around and I can't click on that approve button for a piece of code. So if I had this with the aim button, I could slow down my mouse movement and then make sure that I click on that approve button to get the code submitted into production. And otherwise this mouse comes with a braided cable. On the back, you can add additional weights if you want to, but it comes in at about 124 grams, even without weights, which is I think plenty heavy enough already. And then these buttons are fairly lightweight when you click on them. And then the scroll wheel, there's a bit of a ratcheting sound to it. But otherwise, when I use this mouse navigating around web pages, clicking small buttons, I find that it does feel more responsive. So I tested my own aim using this game, and I found that using this mouse, I was consistently able to get above 30 shots within some period of time. And then using the MX Master 3, 
It just felt more sluggish. The cursor wasn't always where I expected it to be. And then the other thing I realized about this mouse compared to the MX Master is that this scroll wheel, it just feels more precise. Like if I scroll up or down, it will always do that. And it will always move by the same amount. Whereas with the MX Master, there's less precision, you could say, with the scroll wheel. It's a very nice scroll wheel, but sometimes you could keep scrolling up and the page wouldn't move, and then after a while, it would start to move. And other than that, it does feature RGB support and the software functions in Mac. Now, looking at this other version here, we also have the G502 Lite Speed. And so this is a newer wireless version of the G502. So what are the differences? Well, first up, the G502 Hero is just about 50 bucks. This one is 150 bucks. So you're paying $100 just for a wireless capability. In addition, on the back, they upgraded this to use PDFE, so it slides smoother on your mouse pad. And then they also support something known as PowerPlay, where they sell a separate mouse pad for about 150 bucks, and then this mouse will just wirelessly charge. And then that whole setup would cost you like 300 bucks or so, which I think is getting pretty pricey. Now that said, price is not an issue for me, but the one thing holding me back about this mouse is that they actually had to redesign the entire interior of this in order to support the wireless functionality and throughout that process they actually changed this scroll wheel. And so this scroll wheel, if you take a look at it, there's a few good and bad things about it. Number one is that they made it hollow, so it's lighter weight, and they added the rubber grip. But the real deal breaker, at least for me, is that when you scroll it, it's just there's just more friction to it. It loses the travel. And it makes a little bit more of a grating sound when you're scrolling this. And so as I was first using this, scrolling through web pages, and I was at first very delighted, but then I heard this ratcheting sound, I started to wonder, was this always there? And I began comparing this with the original G502, which is a little bit quieter, and then the mouse wheel has more travel when you're flicking it. So overall, between these two, my personal preference would be for the wired version. And so that's it. That's all the mice we have here. So what have we learned? Well, first up is I would say that if you're really looking for a good productivity mouse, then I would have no hesitation recommending for you the MX Master 3 because it's quite far ahead in terms of productivity features. Is it the surprise that a productivity mouse is recommended as a productivity tool compared to a gaming mouse? Um, I don't know, maybe, but we can now appreciate at least this really nice scroll wheel in which you can quickly page through multiple lines of code. You've got a bunch of customizable gestures on this. You have the dark field sensor, which makes it work on any surface. It's portable, wireless, and has a great battery life, currently coming in at 100 bucks. And then if you're looking for something kind of like a hybrid solution of the mice that we have here today, something good for gaming, high performance with headshot capability, and if you're the type of person who cannot live without RGB like me, then I might suggest taking a look at the G. 502 mouse comes in at about 50 bucks. And so there you have it. I think we're still overall looking for the ideal mouse, but let me know what some of your favorite mice recommendations are in the comments below. I'd love to see that. If you liked the video, please give a like and subscribe. Really appreciate that. And I'll see you in the next one. Thanks. Bye. Now, what about RGB? The MX Master 3 does not have it. So is it important? Well, let me ask you a question. When you go out, do you wear sweatpants? Because sweatpants, they're a perfectly functional piece of wear, right? You can just go around with sweatpants and that's okay. But the thing is, maybe you want to add a little bit of style. And let me just say something here, okay? If you're just a standard basic, basic programmer, then the mouse is, I mean, who are we kidding here? You're not even going to be using the mouse much. Most of the time, you're going to be using the keyboard to write your code. And then the mouse is really just a paperweight. It's a piece of decoration, a bit of visual flair for your desk. Kind of like how people may wear watches, they're really more akin to status symbols. And so the next time your boss walks past your desk or you're in a virtual Zoom conference meeting and people need to know who is the rock star programmer,
and you're too introverted or socially awkward to speak up, well, there's really only one thing that will save you, and that is RGB. Look, let's face it, programmers have a lot of shortcomings, especially in the style department. Disheveled hair, pasty skin, body odor. And so perhaps you need everything you can get going for you. What I'm trying to tell you is that if you don't have RGB, then I don't know what you have.